0: Never got me down. Damn it. got me down. Heat. My shorts. Your your brain has the shell on it. My love for you is like a chocolate
1: balisada.
0: Sit down calmly. Take a stress
1: pill and think things over. Well,
0: I want math and a burrito watch. So I'm watching this one piece uh show on Netflix, right? You're just watching it's a piece
1: a, of it. It's like you're watching a no, piece no, no, of no, a no. show. Oh, okay.
0: No, no, no. Sorry. The name of the show is one piece. Oh, yeah, yeah. Not, okay. It's not like a it's not like a who's on first type of thing. It's just <laughs> yeah. the name of the <laughs> This is the name. The <laughs> it's a one, Japanese thing. I know it. Yeah. yeah right. It's an anime adaptation to live action. We know how good right. that goes. Uh yep. but this is at least from what I understand, pretty out and out a kid's show from the source huh. material, right? Like uh-huh. it's about a little boy who wants to be King of the Pirates hey, He's a teenager or whatever. Uh, yeah. the, the One Piece is the name of the greatest of the like the greatest pirate in the world was like. Uh, uh he he hid his treasure before they killed him for his crimes uh-huh uh, and the one piece that's the name of his treasure and the, you don't know okay. they don't know what the treasure is either it's right. just the one piece so, so it's on net it
1: so this is on Netflix now
0: this is on Netflix now they made uh-huh. kind of a big push uh they they did a little bit of advertising and it seems like they spent some money on this okay uh, so
1: yeah the, what I heard is the the early reviews were kind of mixed a little bit yeah. but mainly more positive somebody mm-hmm. called it worse than uh, what do you call it? Cowboy Bebop. Oof. Which I thought sounded excessive uh a they little don't. bit, just um yeah, you know, on the surface, not knowing anything. because yeah, yeah, yeah. most other people were like, no, this is like a pretty good um translation of like a lot of source material into like a single yeah. season.
0: I've seen one episode. Okay. Uh the Bebop translation or the bebop comparison is difficult for me specifically Mm -hmm. because i i love the aesthetics of the original bebop show versus that's it yeah like uh your relationship uh, yeah right Mm -hmm. one Mm -hmm. piece i have no relationship Mm -hmm. this is right this is a funny kids show and Mm -hmm. there's this show there's shows there's anime that goes on forever like that's Mm -hmm. basically like this will just go on as long as it goes on this story can keep being added to whatever yeah uh so this is like one of those. This is a very beginning, but I think there's like eight hundred episodes or something like that at this point. Of uh-huh. The original. Of oh the, wow! The animation. Crazy. Uh, because it's also based on a on a comic book. Right. The so so as far as Bebop goes, I thought that was that was supposed to be a stylish noir full of jazz for adults, and it uh-huh. was s- something else. Uh, right. Right. Yeah. This show is supposed to be. Like a fun kids, uh, uh, or maybe not kids, but like family or young adult. Yeah. Uh, it's light. Fantastical adventure. Yeah. Fantastical for sure. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Uh, one of the things that happens, one of the main things that happens is that Monkey D. Luffy, the main character <laughs> uh-huh. with the most ridiculous name. Yeah. Uh, he ate a fruit that makes him stretchy. So oh, now wow. he's bulletproof because bullets just make him stretch. He can stretch his arms and legs in long directions and make him stronger, uh-huh. Uh-huh. make him punch harder. It's big and silly. Uh-huh. And so this is how the show looks for most of the episode, right? And it's fine. Mm-hmm. It's, I, I was curious. And and they do translate some of the more insane uh, visuals in, an, in an interesting ways mm. that kind of give the world a believable type of fantasy. Like you're mm-hmm. getting... The language of this world's fantasy, yep. and it does look very different from a lot of stuff that I've seen, and very nautical. This is this is a fun thing oh. that you don't see. Like gar- uh, 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 Pirates of the Caribbean has a really good yep. like nautical theme to it that doesn't look like other movies, right? right? You don't really see other movies that look like pirates. Yeah, so it kind of has that. It's a it's got this fantastical scenery that you don't you're not used to seeing, and oh. it's got these bouncy silly characters. And then it has a character, the one that I remember from the show that I liked. Uh, and in this show, I also like him. Uh-huh. But I think he's on a different show. Oh, he's, that's right. Uh, and his name is, I don't, I'm don't—I'm not i not going to get this right, but Roranoa Zora, Zora. Roranoa... Nope, I got it wrong. <laughs> I'm not going to get it. Anyways. <laughs> he's the like supporting guy of the main with, guy? Like yeah, a he's, one so okay. he's, like a uh, he's one of his crew. So he's got like Roranoa Zoro. He's one of his crew. He's a man with who fights with three swords, uh, and you see huh. him wear the three swords for the whole episode. And finally, I knew this. I knew where the sword goes, but finally, he pulls the third sword out. He puts it in his teeth, and he fights his three sword style. <laughs> it's f- amazing. the 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 choreography when he sword fights is super cool. Yeah, uh, it's uh, and then when he adds the third sword, it doesn't quite. It doesn't make it three times as cool but it does add coolness to it yeah but this man is chopping humans in half. And you are oh, seeing wow. the like bloody stumps of people wow. like slide away from each other. And I'm like, what show is this? This yeah. is not the same show as the other right. show.
1: Right. Yeah.
0: So Interesting. I don't know, man. I'm gonna give it a couple more eps. Yeah. Uh, we'll see. That's cool. We'll see what we do with this show.
1: What's the overall? Have you seen the overall like critical like majority of like what people are? Is there a majority of what people are saying? Or is I it think kind you of hit split? it on the
0: head. I think it's kind of like. Uh, uh middling pushing positive okay so and that and i have not heard the outcry of the uh weeaboo anime american kid community Uh huh. so uh hopefully uh they're not too mad
1: yeah it looks like rotten tomatoes the the uh, audience scores 96 percent which is a uh, op- very optimistic and then 83 mm-hmm. percent critics so
0: yeah. Well, I'd love to see a mainstream audience enjoying something like this because it is full of the weird crap that you find in anime that makes me like it so much. Right. Stuff that's just sheer imagination forced to work into the world, you know? Uh-huh. Yeah. So, yeah, I'm I'm glad to see that this is hitting with mainstream, even if it's not, I don't think we've quite gotten to a place where we're truly representing that medium being translated correctly yet. Uh-huh. But, you know, Netflix has uh, Avatar The Last Airbender's uh, adaptation coming up, right? Wait, which one? The Last Airbender.
1: Oh, I don't know.
0: Yeah, that's I've coming up that. soon.
1: Oh, live action. Completely yeah, not the action. not oh, well. the
0: M. Night Shyamalan one that uh-huh, uh-huh. is widely considered his worst movie. <laughs> right, yeah, yeah,
1: right. No, I disregarded that even completely. I was just like, f- there's the an- anime and then um, whatever the new thing will be is its own thing. It's not like a... Has nothing to do with the uh, M Night, right? At all?
0: Right. No. 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 It'll. It'll be straight from. As. As a matter of fact, I believe the creators of the animation or the animated show from Nickelodeon. Uh, they're in charge of this, or if uh, they're like showrunners, if not, uh, directly involved as directors.
1: Okay, listen to this. Uh, this review, little blurb, it like of combines what? so of many one? Th- of one piece. Okay. So, an energetic cross between Pirates of the Caribbean and Scott Pilgrim with okay. a dash of Doctor Who style camp mm. and a big hearted swashbuckling answer to Stranger Things. Mm, I, that the sounds kind of crazy. I lost me completely. Okay. Everything oh, okay. else I
0: can everything else I can dig, especially yeah. that they said just the dash of Doctor Who, because it's not a right. lot of Doctor Who, but it is it does have that like we're on an adventure where we promise we're not gonna do harm to innocence where Uh we're always going to protect the good guys right okay cool but he does chop a damn pirate in half the guy's trying to kill him yeah but man he chops him in half
1: but is the uh, my question is like the comic book is the comic book like that like the comic book does that stuff too so but
0: i think that might be a little bit of a cultural divide too in that and and it's funny that Uh, Our old engineer, Mike, has been sending us anime clips uh, throughout the week uh, with some funny editing or voiceover to it. Uh, But the anime happens to be something from the 60s called Speed Racer, which did get pretty violent sometimes, even though it was a 60s animation for children.
1: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, not just violent, but like dark and kind of uh, twisted. Yeah. The uh,
0: well, some of those lot, uh, those edits, themes. the the things oh. that they're saying are not the actual voices oh. from the show. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's
1: funny. Speed Racer oh, okay. was
0: not a sadistic monster who was murdering <laughs> his fellow. Uh, <laughs> yeah,
1: who seemed to have no <laughs> uh, nothing to like with his designs. family.
0: Those those scenes made him seem cold as- yeah. yeah, Trixie was just getting just getting <laughs> the worst of it.
1: Yeah, that's funny. All
0: right, moving uh, on. But, these yeah. kids of today get to be raised by like these heroic uh these heroic characters. But when I was a kid, Dan, uh-huh. when I was a kid, the world was a little different. The world was a little meaner, a little yeah. scarier, you know? Right. And sometimes the movies that came out, they showed you a different life. Mm. Life of the streets. <laughs> a life that you that even if you were a good man, uh-huh. You might end up in a scary life if you had to go into deep cover. (laughs) Dan, we watched deep cover this week. Why did we watch deep cover? Okay.
1: Well, okay. So I had never seen this. Yeah. Um, I've been hearing recently, I feel like some percolating uh, things about Mm -hmm. um, it being kind of like a culty movie that like was really good. And for some reason, I wrote it off like when I was a kid seeing this in the Mm -hmm. video store. It looked like a cool cover, like an intriguing kind of uh, picture of um, Lawrence Fishburne in uh, red tinted red uh, coloring, but I didn't, I, I always just assumed like, oh, it's probably just, you know, kind of a throwaway. Um,
0: from what time? Uh, street- from what time period?
1: From like like when it came out. Like the, the, I just wrote it off kind of like when it I'm came out. I'm saying
0: in case the audience doesn't know.
1: Oh, sorry. 92. Okay. So it's from 92 in the theaters. I'm probably saying I saw it like 93, 94 on the, okay. on the shelf. Uh, I was also too young for it, and I probably just kind of wrote it off for that reason too. It's just like, oh, I don't know if I'm gonna really like this, so I didn't really give it the time of day, and then it disappeared forever. I feel like, and then all of a sudden, in the last like six months or something, it's like been popping up and on things, and um, it's like a really good stream too that I don't uh, that we that we shared um, in watching the it over on the Criterion, Criterion. channel.
0: Criterion, yeah, uh, and it's funny that you say it does pop up or it has been popping up. We. I've noticed something that happens across podcasts that I listen to that sometimes they'll end up pulling up the same movie around Uh the same time. uh, Especially when they're movies that are from like 20, 30 years ago. And I'll be be curious or I'll be confused as to why multiple people are thinking about the same random movie at the same time. I, I, I love the, 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 Oh, uh, the YouTube channel Insider, Uh, Uh It's basically like a chef watches uh, scenes from chef movies and tells you how authentic they are, you know, Uh stuff like that. Yeah. And I swear a week ago I got like undercover cop. Uh like watches watches movies Co- with undercover scenes yeah. on them. And sure enough, Deep Cover is one of those. And wow. and the other the other movies on the list are like among the most famous movies of all time. Yeah. Like Reservoir Dogs and uh-huh. stuff like that. Yeah. And so for Deep Cover to be on that list, I was like, wait, why is Deep Cover on that yeah. list? And why does Dan want to do that movie uh, this week?
1: Right. Yeah. I don't I can't really speak to it. And some of it I think might be honestly, like it just gets like a good um remaster like yeah. they put out somebody puts out like a oh, like a really yeah. cleaned up copy of it I think and everybody's right. like oh this just came out like maybe they cover like new released blu-rays or some shit and then it just like people start hearing that watching the new release or whatever sure um honestly if this wasn't stre- totally. yeah and if it wasn't streaming on criterion channel i wouldn't have even probably thought too much of it um but because of the access to it and uh, whatever, like it, it actually, and I didn't know what it was going to look like.
0: Um, I'm curious wise, too, but, before yeah. you watched this, what did you know yeah. about Deep Cover?
1: I knew nothing, dude. I literally, nothing, nothing. just the from song, the title. You
0: knew the song though? Uh,
1: you mean from the opening or the closing song or the, the opening
0: the, song? the Deep Cover, the song Deep Cover uh-huh. by Dr. Dre and Snoop Dogg. Uh, i believe dr dre's first uh solo track and the first track snoop Dogg appears on
1: so was that the song though at the end over the credits because that sounds like a um kind of like a gangster rap song but there's not really that music throughout the movie and there's Mm -hmm. some there's one song to open it that wasn't though like um it wasn't like a a gangster rap i
0: you know what i'm sorry you probably (laughs) know this song as 187 Maybe, yeah, maybe. I mean, you've the, heard you've heard Snoop Dogg say because it's one eight seven on an undercover cop, right?
1: Yeah, I must have. Yeah,
0: that that is a line from this song.
1: Okay, and and so it's funny you say that too because the the poster. For the movie says With new music by Dr. Dre and it's yeah. like, So it's like a thing I guess That they were using as like uh, Advertising which people used to do with the closing Even though that song would play over the closing credits Or whatever you know yeah, You would yeah. be like oh this movie has got new music Well you by would such then
0: go thing. out and get the soundtrack that, right. That's that the too. thing that we, You used that to buy records at record stores And they yeah. used to have collections of songs Either by an artist Or sometimes related to a piece of A uh, Right Film. or
1: or though that this was probably the time with the ca- singles, sure. the cassette singles. I used to be a big yeah. fan of a uh, big fan of those things. Well, yeah. this
0: was definitely on a twelve-inch vinyl. But then this came out uh-huh. before the Chronic. This is between.
1: Oh wow! Uh, this
0: is between NWA uh, NWA yep. and the Chronic. Okay, so. People had not yet seen how Dr. Dre was going to, like, approach music. Right. And then we started hearing the, the like, the the beats that he would develop that uh-huh. would end up being the sound of Death Row, basically. Right. Uh, and also, we heard Snoop for the first time. Like, mm. like, he was like, also, let me hit Snoop up. Oh. oh <clears throat> if I understand the story correctly, he just called Snoop up and was like, hey, man, like, just... Throw some rhymes together. Come down, like in an hour or two, you're gonna lay some tracks on this, and then we're gonna go take some pictures, right? For for like for like some promotional stuff. Yeah. And that and here's a couple of bucks. Go buy some gear. Uh huh. And that he went bought the gear, showed up to the spot, Uh and it was a music video. And they're like, "This is your debut. Let's do it."
1: Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, because we remember too from the N.W.A. movie, which was before. Obviously, that's about N.W.A. the N.W.A. time, and Snoop Dogg pops up in that in that time period. So yeah, he was like on the cusp of like coming yeah. into his own deal. And I just looked right. it up because I was curious what year Doggy Style was the big uh, Snoop Dog first album and it was 93, November 23rd, right. 1993.
0: So this came out 91, Chronic comes out 92, Doggy Style 93, <laughs> well, Music Is Forever Changed.
1: This movie's 92.
0: The Oh, I'm sorry, but the Wait, single meant- I think comes out 91.
1: Oh, is that, that right? The song oh, okay. out in 91, yeah. Um, uh,
0: let me see. Yeah, year. April. Oh, no, you're right. April nine ninety two. No, no, no. That's Dr. right.
1: Dr. Dre album. Let's see, though. The, the Chronic.
0: The Chronic was in December of 92. Oh, yeah, late, okay. Yep.
1: Okay. And So, it's still the,
0: the order was correct. Uh, yeah, I
1: like I like knowing that context, though, too, because this movie feels like what it what things were percolating towards, like, the gangster rap world. Ooh, uh, ooh, I have a connection. World, okay.
0: But before we do that, I did want to mention one little piece of trivia about the song. Dr. Dre does not like this song. I believe he was pressured to make it too quickly and all of it was too like, like hurry up and get it done. Yeah. That he and according to Snoop, they together have only performed it like 10 times. Wow. This is one of his most famous songs. And he's only perform- he's performed Whoa. it like a couple dozen times in his career.
1: Whoa. And it's that's a big crazy. deal if you were able to hear that live. That's like a Oh yeah. That's like a the, dope thing.
0: There was a guy in in the, one of the interviews I was listening to, he goes, Oh, I heard it one of the times. Like he like jumps <laughs> up all excited. He's like, Oh yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah it would be something cool to, to have done for sure.
1: I so okay, so I didn't have that connection to like this uh song or anything. So I had no mm-hmm. nothing going into this movie literally, other than like expecting it to be I actually expected it to be grittier in a way um a little more like sure street level is, rough indie kind of but it's not it's like pretty so polished so this is where yeah. this
0: is where i think the connection is uh and i think the music matches too uh-huh. uh because i think dre was kind of like oh you know finding his sound and he going to be different from nwa and he's going to be like smoother and cooler yeah. but still gangster and scary right And what was smooth and cool or what we're coming out of also uh, had had a little bit of a film uh, uh, bounce, which was Uh like New Jack Swing. Uh, So like you had like Belle Biv DeVoe and like like that kind of thing. Uh What had Uh translated into things like New Jack City and uh, stories about black crime lords, but be but like told like like rich crime families uh-huh. like you know like, yep. like told mafia. like those not not street gangs you know yeah. Yeah. and i think that there's some of that in deep cover right. like some of these guys have the like the airs of that type of criminal, but they're uh-huh. constantly in like the worst crack houses. Like the one character yeah. uh, that is Jeff Goldblum's friend, yeah, is like he ha- he puts on airs of like of of, Ella, of uh, and yeah and f- money. Uh huh. But we see that when it's party time, he's in like a flop house.
1: Oh yeah, no, totally. What's that guy's so, name yeah. by the
0: way? Oh, and the the character?
1: Oh, like his um. No, real life. Um, like, cause oh, I know that dude from a lot of um, kind of black uh, uh, movies.
0: Roger, uh, Roger, Gwen, Gwen Smith. It looks like Guinevere, but it's not.
1: Really, that's his name. Yeah. Wow. Yeah, he reminds me of like a uh, Harry Belafonte, uh, like a younger Harry Belafonte. Off the top,
0: ta- off the top, school days, do the right thing, King of New York, Panther, Malcolm X, poetic justice, get on the bus, Eve's by you, he got game, Summer of Sam, yeah, a recurring so role much. on Different Worlds. so yeah,
1: yeah, I remember seeing him in so many nineties
0: yeah. uh, black stuff for sure. Yeah,
1: no, no, he's a good, uh, he's um, great.
0: He's very good. Eddie is the character's name. Eddie, yeah. Uh and yeah, yeah, he does also Jeff Goldblum's character, he has uh-huh. a uh uh opulence I yeah. feel like that doesn't come up again in the movie. They kind of show it off with his family, and yeah,
1: then, and he lives in the hills. I think kind of he's got like right, a nice but house. that
0: house is very like like uh, like media mogul house, you know? Yeah, like in a in overlooking the
1: uh, from the Hollywood Hills view, you right. know, like looking out, right, yeah. right, right. Yeah,
0: which was funny because like uh, the voiceover, and <laughs> you know what? I didn't look into this, but I would put money on that voiceover being a post. Uh, uh-huh. screening so uh-huh. they screened this movie and some things were lost in translation so they had yeah. uh, Lawrence Fishburne lay in a voiceover track sure and and, and fine uh, uh, holy crap uh, young uh, Larry Fishburne's voice is yeah insane. like Dude, he's like he,
1: an actor. He, like oh he's my pronouncing God. Pr- pronunciating everything. It's, what's
0: his name? It's Darth Vader. It's uh yeah. it's like cool Darth James Earl Vader. Jones. Yeah. James Earl Jones is scary yeah. the way Lawrence Fishman yeah. is cool. Yeah. Like like but they have gravitas and like oh, even the no, way that, he
1: walks like the way he walks, yeah. he like saunters. You know, he has mm-hmm. like a, a swagger. That's like he's on a stage of uh, exactly. life. Exactly. I was going to
0: say that is that's what Idris Elba is doing in The Wire, except uh-huh. Idris Elba is doing it for reals, right? And Lawrence right. Fishburne is being a cartoon. He's performing. And I don't mean yeah. a cartoon. That's not a. That's not the right word. I know what he's what you're saying. just being. It's uh, like like yes, a
1: caricature. Caricature. Yeah. Playing who he's, and he he really is like because, and it makes sense too because he's undercover, so. You know what I'm saying? He can put on sure. airs, and it works. It still works, you know. And especially knowing his background as a character and who he is in the movie, with his uh, kind of has like morals. Like he he's like very uh, yeah, moral based on his dad dying. He doesn't drink alcohol. He's very kind of straight edge, and um, for that Dude. too, he probably has not a lot of like, experiences. So he's like very like defined in who he thinks he is. You know, but yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Now this is a script from two oh, guys. Sorry.
1: Just to include, I did note yeah. to like the voiceover thing. Uh I didn't really need it. Like it, 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 I even made a note sure. about who who's he talking to like in this. Uh, like uh, yeah. does it add up to a thing at the end where all of a sudden he's like being interviewed by somebody no, or something? No, this is no. a voiceover it's to like the for audience. us. Yeah. It's, it's just for us. Uh,
0: it's narration. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, and, and I didn't need it. You, I didn't need it really. It's well, I think it serves in a few scenes where he does not seem to be aggrieved for the things that he's doing uh-huh, and the voiceover uh-huh. says i felt really bad about that <laughs> i know, you know? Which is I'm like, like oh, oh really okay yeah okay larry thanks. thank you thank you all right good uh, yeah. yeah yeah but, but like i was gonna say this is a screenplay written by uh two guys one of them his name is michael tolkien uh and he is oh, from guadalajara jalisco but, uh, oh. but i believe he's a white guy and the other guy's name is my is bean uh, I, I, if Henry Bean I'm going to go ahead and guess I think he's also uh, a white gentleman <laughs> because <laughs> yeah. I think that some of the cultural stuff gets lost here a little bit yeah. but the movie's directed by Bill Duke and you know who Bill oh, Duke is right there. that's
1: what shocked me dude so like yeah. on, did you see on um, Criterion Channel they had an interview which I didn't get to see no I didn't see that and I wasn't quite sure like once I, I know I don't know Bill Duke really by name but once I saw his face oh, yeah. I know him I know him as an actor
0: See, that's the thing too. Yeah. Bill Duke is such a name, it's such yeah. a namey name yeah. that as soon as I, m- the first time I looked up who Bill Duke was uh-huh. and I saw his face and I was like, I know that guy. I've yeah. Seen that guy a million times. Oh, the yeah. name Bill Duke and his face are forever like connected. Like, yeah. I, so when I saw that this was directed by him, I first of all said, did not know he directed. Very right. cool.
1: Me neither. He's a director of 62 different. Projects yeah. like what the like, I gotta look this up for a not a bunch
0: here. of stuff that I recognize, but for sure, oh, Sister, okay. a- Sister Act Two, Back in the Habit, oh, uh, starring, of course, one of my favorite actresses in the world, uh, the girl from the Fugees. What's her name? Um, was
1: she oh, in the first yeah, or the second one, she was in the second one. Um, yeah, okay, Lauren, Lauren Hill, yeah, 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 Lauren Hill, yep.
0: Oh, yeah, I love Lauren Hill.
1: Don't you love that? I this name, I, I would never have got her? this when I was a kid. I thought about this recently, Back in the Habit. Right, yeah. so acting. It's got multiple names. Like if you don't know as a uh, kid what a habit is in terms of the uh, oh, the, that's uh, true, yeah. Nun, you know, it's so got a, a double. It's a double, entendre. double entendre. Yeah, uh, yeah.
0: Really quick, they're going back on tour, Dan. Uh, you know they haven't performed, I think, since wow. like the Dave Chappelle movie. Really? Uh, oh, the Fugees.
1: Wow. Yeah, and they're huh. going
0: back on tour. And do you know why?
1: Is there like a money? Is it a yeah? No. Well, okay, okay. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I was gonna say like
0: Price I don't think they have going money. Jail, dog. Because what? Oh oh no. I think Lauren Hills is fine and I'm oh, okay. certain that uh that uh Wyclef Jean is very comfortable. Uh-huh. Uh no, my friend Proz is going to jail. <laughs> he is oh. he is on his way to jail for financial crimes and I believe he needs money. Oh wow. So good. I mean, good that the Fujis are willing to get back together and help their their fellow Fuji out. Uh-huh. Uh and if possible, I will go watch them.
1: Yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> wow. Okay. Anyways, uh, Bill yeah. Duke. Uh yeah, yeah, yeah.
0: he definitely brings like real like like uh some genuineness to this. He probably re- yeah. rewrote some of the script, maybe, or did some stuff. But I do get a little bit of like uh some of the story is being told very simply, very yeah. al- with like an almost childlike morality, you know?
1: Right. Yeah, for sure. That's why. Yeah, that's what kind of called to my attention. I was just like, I realized real quick this was not going to be like a street level like do the right thing uh, no, type no. type experience. What's you know that what I'm guy's
0: saying? name? That's uh, not Spike do Lee? the right thing. No, no, no. Uh, oh, I'm thinking of the L.A. guy. Uh, 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 the equivalent. Yeah, the L.A. gangster um. movies '90s guy. He made a uh, 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 Menace oh, okay. Society. No.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, Boys in the Hood and stuff. Boys uh, in the Hood. Yeah, John yeah. Singleton.
0: John Singleton Singleton. just
1: recently died I think uh, So like that's
0: who I would think if you told me a serious Gangster movie set in Los Angeles I would think Of a John Singleton movie this is not That at all this is more like New Jack City
1: which I got to see again Too like I I saw bits and pieces of that Like on TV and stuff back in the day but um, But I thought that is like A little when I think of it too I think it's like A little bit of as being a little bit grittier Uh, Uh, But but it is
0: also Cartoonish there's a lot of crazy angles There's like Oh, okay. you know, like a lot of it's gothic. You know, it's it's uh-huh. gothic uh, for a for a movie about mm. crime. There's long shadows. You know, uh, like, uh, I got you, so, like a so noir
1: yeah. noirish. Uh, exactly. Which this yeah. had too. This was kind of I like at, at some point, and that's what the voiceover drove home mm-hmm. to me: the noir sure. kind of aspect of like a detective talking about. I blah, can't blah,
0: blah. remember. Is there a lot of steam in this movie? Not really. No. No. Okay. There's crack sure was.
1: smoke. Um, oh
0: boy. Oh boy. Is there <laughs> that? I thought my playback was broken. Dude, the, I the love first that scene, shot. Yeah. The first, the, the intro I love that. Yeah. to the music where they just, they don't even, it's not slow motion. It's frame by frame, like pictures, yeah, basically. Exactly. Yeah. Of that's a what. And smoking crack.
1: I did write slow mo real quick, but then as I'm like watching it, I'm it's like, hot. no, this is jumping.
0: It's jumping frame frame more.
1: Man. Yeah, it's like frame by frame. So it's like, yeah, we're not trying to just show anything necessarily just for the reason to be slow. It's like an artistic. It becomes artistic because it's like he, he plays it for like two minutes, I think, uh, uh, frame by frame. Somebody smoking crack, somebody else kind of laughing. a long
0: time. Yeah. yeah,
1: but dude, that whole opening, like it's very 90s to the, um, I wrote this in my notes, super 90s opening with music and then credit sounds. Do you know what I'm saying? Swipey swooshy.
0: Oh yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: Credit sounds at the opening. Yeah. Uh, which I loved. And then, um, yeah. And then the slow-mo just crack pipe opening, which I appreciated too, because it kind of gave us, for one, it kind of is a misnomer because it's like, it's not as gritty as we're saying, even though that Mm -hmm. image is kind of depicting like we're going to get into the crack houses and we do a little bit of that, but not Uh, really like, it's not really about that.
0: If there's a direct failure of the storytelling in this movie, mm-hmm. it's that they keep bringing up the damage that it's doing to the community, yeah. drug dealing, right. And they don't really show it. Like yeah. they the few attempts that they do are so ham fisted, like what him telling wa- um, uh Eddie, Hey, that girl's had enough or whatever. Oh. Like that's the closest. Like and, that's and, the kind of like Well, and
1: him the craziest one I would say is that lady who sells her kid for like 2 grand.
0: Right. That's the, the, in the most building. like Yeah. Like uh
1: yeah. That would that's very uh, yeah, like whoa, this is going that very was drastic.
0: The that was a person that was a character written by a person who's never lived uh those li- like <laughs> yeah. around people in those struggles like Right.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and they do bring it full circle, and they go all the way there with like she's she Although, kills herself and then or she dies, however, right. and uh, then uh, she, ODs,
0: yeah, yeah, and they, uh, mm-hmm. something uh, that keeps coming up right now that um, that uh, movie is is doing so well in theaters, quote unquote, mm-hmm. uh, the sound of freedom. Oh God, uh, yeah, that uh, that you know child abductions, uh, they amount to like six percent yeah. of actual like. Uh, Traffic children, Uh and that the like seventy something percent, the vast majority is just drug addicts selling their kids. Oh Uh, wow! Oh wow!
1: Wow! That's crazy. Yeah. Well, and a lot of that movie I heard too is like based on like oh nonsense. Don't get me started. And like don't even get me started. Yeah. Yeah, That whole thing is such
0: a. It's a movie built on you want to feel better that something violent is happening to save people, but it's not, (laughs) and you're wrong. Right. (laughs)
1: Yeah. Yeah, there's a certain audience that's uh, yep. really really going All out the, for it, too. Like, and a big audience, yeah. but
0: not as big as they want you to think because oh, really? there's a reason those theaters are empty. Uh, what that company is doing, anybody who's heard me say the screed is like, oh, geez, again, <laughs> Uh what the company is doing is, uh, they say donate money to our cause, oh. and we will buy tickets for anybody who wants them for oh, free. There's a- but what they do instead is just buy a bunch of tickets, and no one goes to the movie, and they get to pocket that money as profits. And I heard they
1: have um, Joe Jim Kavizel at the beginning uh, presenting a QR code mm-hmm. that you're supposed to scan with your phone. I don't know if that's real. I heard somebody mention that in a podcast. I but Which is like Jim
0: Caviezel crazy. has also gone off the deep end yeah. because now oh, yeah. that he's gotten extra attention, he's gone hard in his anti-literally-everything mm-hmm. scientific.
1: Yeah, right. Yeah, it's weird, man. It's very weird because he was like— The whole thing is a mess. Yeah, yeah. All right, um, let's get back. <laughs> back. to deep cover. <laughs> oh, last thing on Bill Duke I was going to— or just yeah. like another thing. What I know him from, I'm curious what you— like the specific thing because for me, oh, it's I Commando. Know, yeah, yeah. No, oh, oh, no. Okay. I'm sorry. It's I was thinking the exact Commando. same
0: thing, except he doesn't fight humans in the thing I was thinking oh, of. Oh, okay. He that fights uh, a gentleman from the stars who travels planet to planet fighting the best hunter he could find. And he picked Bill Duke as one of them. Uh-huh. I'm talking about Predator.
1: Right. Yeah, that's the second thing. I didn't know that as uh as much as a younger person, but, um, but Commando I saw many, yeah, many, Commando's many times. Dope. But yeah. I just
0: saw Predator like a week ago. A week ago uh, I was I saw a video Of somebody like Reacting to watching it For the first time Uh I saw like five minutes Of it And I was like Shut up you I'm gonna watch Predator
1: (laughs) Yeah that's one movie That I always feel like I wanna Like I don't feel like I grasp it in my head And it's way simpler It's way simpler than. There's nothing to it Yeah
0: Yeah. There's so little to it But it's so much fun
1: Yeah 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 that's in the that perfect uh period the height mm-hmm. of the uh 80s uh and muscle dudes the uh, crew
0: is stuff. almost entirely names like yeah. like oh, yeah. all the people in his crew are dudes that it either either are people you recognize from that time period as very much like character actors or went on to public service <laughs> right or
1: we're um we're gonna be Both. in it do you remember um I just heard about that recently. Oh sure, Jean Claude. Jean Claude as the yeah, yeah, predator. It's too yeah, too little, yeah. too little. Yeah, so makes yeah, sense anyway. too.
0: And then the guy who ended up doing it was only supposed to be a stand-in, and then uh-huh. ended up like doing the whole thing, right? Because like I think the first guy, the guy who actually did it, didn't he get yeah. sick from like the fumes of the costume or something?
1: Uh oh, is that right? Oh, that something does sound like that. familiar. Yeah, and it was just like so hard to move in. Right, it was just like a, yeah, one of those yeah, yeah. things of. Overheating and all that kind it of It was much like the crazy. Shark
0: and Jaws. The limitations mm. ended up turning it a better performance than Right. Yeah. Right.
1: Yep. Again. So, uh,
0: so Bill Duke, director of Deep Cover, <laughs> is a badass commando in commando and yeah. is hunted by the Predator in Predator.
1: Yeah. 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 He's great. Um oh I had some I made a note um early in the movie. It was nah. Christmas time. And I was like Is this a Christmas movie hey. I was like I had a moment of like That whole thing of like it, uh, Yeah You know that
0: uh, It started and you could have been like Oh it's like a Die Hard style You know
1: Yeah But then I quickly realized Because we flashed back to uh, 20 years before the movie takes place Cleveland 1972 With his dad mm-hmm. um, Which was a cool opening I like that actor too That guy who plays his dad Is a, a known That Uh, dude
0: the way that the way that scene unfolds is so very uh stage drama
1: yeah that it
0: really sets the stage for what you should expect the 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 type of uh acting you're gonna get from everybody except jeff goldblum everybody except jeff goldblum is on a stage uh performing like like uh like urban shakespeare and right. <laughs> Jeff Goldblum is on a stage doing improv. Yeah. And he's just improving it up.
1: But you know what surprised me too was he was, um, he came off more straight. Like he's playing it very kind of straight, like character wise, yeah. more than um, usual. Like more like the, he's uh, not the playing fly. the oh, more like the flat.
0: You know, he's not the ho oh, oh, ho oh, ho guy. You know, not like, like the- oh
1: yeah. And I just saw Jurassic Park um, in 3D, the re release thing or whatever. And he's mm-hmm. so entertaining in that, dude. Cause he's oh, just like super. a cartoon in that for real. Yeah, um, I, so, I
0: feel like he wasn't that much of that until that movie. That's oh, like his, interesting. That's okay. his hua. That was his hua. Uh, right. And then, like, from and he then went on. With he's it. like, he just became oh, y'all like this so much. I'm just going to do this every time.
1: You're right. You're right. Because, so, huh.
0: no, in this movie, he does a thing that I know that he does in a few other movies and not really since Jurassic Park. He uh. is menacing. Uh, yeah. something you don't you forget about jeff goldblum just looking at him is that mm-hmm. the motherfucker is like six foot 13 yeah he's right a big dude he is <laughs> yeah. a very large dude we yeah. noticed it recently in uh in the uh, body snatchers movie
1: oh right yeah remember
0: how big yeah. he was and yeah. we we're like holy
1: crap that is huge he's like taller than everybody yeah
0: yeah mm-hmm. he's just a beanpole as a thing and right. in this movie they he's a little bulkier but they also by the end of the movie and i I had seen him in that leather jacket costume before oh, okay. and I didn't remember that this was where that where that was from. Uh-huh. I just remembered one time Jeff Goldblum played a <laughs> crime heavy uh-huh. and that's hilarious. Yeah. Like, like, well, <laughs> And
1: honestly, that was like a really good way they used uh, costuming, even though it's very obvious like yes, what they're trying yes. to say with they're it.
0: They're draping that he, jacket off of him, yeah.
1: yeah. Well, and it was like from suits and beiges and, and like 90s typical to kind of colors leather. to straight up slick back hair and black
0: clothes. Ooh, and it was sun- like, okay. Wrap around sunglasses, right. black leather, Matrix style.
1: Yeah, yeah. So when he goes nuts in that limo and uh, he's telling this dude to jump out of the car and shit, I was like, wow, all right. Yeah, mm-hmm. I haven't seen this hey, Dick, Jeff Goldblum before.
0: Not going to lie to you. Was kind of on his side with the jump out of the car thing. Oh
1: sure. Oh hell yeah. I was
0: sort of like, yeah. Hey Larry, you're in the way here. <laughs> Even though, to be
1: honest, you like the the thing with the hands. I kind of was like a couple things in this movie didn't really hit as hard as I think they wanted you to think they were like where when they beat down that dude with the um the uh, the pool cue. You know, it's like, oh, yeah, it's pretty bloody uh, and it's pretty intense. But at the same time, it's like the lighting and things like it's not really it's very stagey and very just like going through the motions of a, a a thing, you know, like when
0: you have a character like that, like that actor, who's an older man, he's, he's not a physical man, but he, you're supposed mm-hmm. to believe that he's capable of exploding into violence. Mm-hmm. You see that in lots of crime movies. Like, n- n- none of the, go- the good fellows are particularly imposing physically. Right. But when you see them explode into violence, you're like, holy shit, these people are terrifying. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, and they don't pull that off with this guy. In no. part because I think his face is too silly, and he's always exactly. got that half-goofy smile. And yeah. also in part because I think that the way that they shoot the violence... Mm -hmm. You don't get that like uh, when you see uh, stagey violence. Here's some stagey violence Uh, Mm -hmm. in The Godfather uh, when Sonny beats the shit out of uh, out of his sister's uh, husband. Oh, yeah. You know, that is super straight up stagey violence. That is that is violence from a play, Mm -hmm. but it looks great. Yeah, it looks like exactly. he's really whooping his ass, you yeah. know? And they go uh, there.
1: They like go to the next level. There's like levels of escalation. The, the to
0: things yeah. you see him do things in the fight that are mm-hmm. out of anger. Yes. Like, like it doesn't even look like he's trying to hurt him. It looks like he's trying to just explode on him. Mm-hmm. Like like just express well, how mad he is, you know? And,
1: well, and the reason for that scene of like when that dude is beating on his sister, uh, Talia Shire's character, you know? Mm-hmm. Like that's all real too. So then it's like escalating passed from that scene that was believable to now then his brother doing something just right. as like, you know, intense. So now yeah. in
0: this scene you have yeah. a a mob boss who the has had the they have committed the worst of the worst. They have turned to the cops. They have yep. given up they have given and so the whole scene you know he's effed yeah. like they, they pretend like they're gonna let him go they're right. gonna pretend like they're just kidding right. but no you are fully aware and the menace is there and you know who's bringing it your boy whose name I couldn't say earlier uh, Eddie uh, he's bringing it yeah. he stabs him with the fork immediately <laughs> yeah. realizes what a ridiculous thing to do <laughs> yeah. and then and is apologetic mm. and is begging and is yeah. losing his mind yeah. oh my god I have to do something right now or I'm gonna die yep All that's perfect. Yeah. Even the way he goes, it's fine. It's fine. Mm -hmm. I was just joking. It's fine. That's all good. Right up until that point. Yeah. It's when it turns violent that you go like, oh, these guys are just goofing. Yeah. These guys are just pretending. and playing pretend. Like,
1: and Goldblum doesn't really sell. Like, he's trying to sell it. Like, he's scared too. That's his friend. That's his close
0: friend. that's, That's being beaten to
1: death. But the way he's selling, because like if I don't buy the violent scene, and then I see Jeff Goldblum trying to act like, oh, I'm so scared now of this gangster guy that I work with or whatever, so all that stuff was not. Ah. Yeah, yeah, (laughs) yeah. So it makes sense, though. I guess knowing how this is all being played, and I don't really buy it, to when they're doing the hand slapping fighting, and he's getting all pissed off about his hurt hand, and it's like it makes him turn on every, you know, it's like in the logic of the movie. Okay. But it's not selling me as like a viewer of like this, you know, intensity of like what's going on,
0: you know, first of all, that hot hands thing is ridiculous. (laughs) I watched that scene. And then later in the day, my cousin brought his two tiny, adorable babies to to the, to the house. Uh And I was playing with the two year old and I was like, Hey, have you ever played hot hands? So, A game that you can play with a two-year-old, yeah, uh, is not a scary game. Well,
1: even say like you played a Jewish game. You remember this, right? We used to play it. Right. When you, you probably grew up playing it at the camps. Yeah, I was like, okay.
0: I'll tell you, it stings Weird. if you play it with people who are trying to sure. hurt each other. It could sting. It sure, does not but get levels of violence. Bloody. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: yeah. Or, and it's not a it's not a way to escalate in terms of a violence uh, situation with these it, supposed you know
0: gangstery it really guys. Spoke to like like. There's a lot of the plot. So this movie's plotted pretty like standard. It's not it doesn't go super crazy places. It's not really a huge twists or anything like that. I think it's entirely yeah. entirely built on the performances and the direction. Yep. Like that's exactly. what this the, you have that's what you have to come enjoy or mm-hmm. else you're going to mess it up mm-hmm. because since this is such a plug-and-play type story where you just take different concepts and plug them in all the different scenarios, the mm-hmm. scenario of like of boss and underling uh, butting heads came up and the thing that uh, our writers, uh, what did I call them earlier, uh, Pierre David and Henry Bean came up with was hot hands. That's the plug that they came up with and yeah. it was a bad idea. The <laughs> yeah. actors did the best yeah. they could with it the plug was bad. The thing, the concept right there was bad.
1: Yeah, and I think it's that thing too, where you know, like mostly with the with like heavies, like we get somebody that's like the representative for the heavy doing the things. So then yes. we don't know how bad the main guy is.
0: They, the main guy doesn't get his hands dirty.
1: Yeah, exactly, exactly. Until it until it's time to do that or whatever. That's when you know it's escalated. Know. Yeah, yeah. So then, yeah, a lot of that's not uh, which not the, really pulled off.
0: Our heavy in this movie. Uh, spoilers for a movie that's thirty years old. Uh, the <laughs> yeah. the the heavy in this movie never gets his hands dirty. Just dies. Right. Dies in a theater seat. Uh, <laughs>
1: well, who's even the heavy? Like who, the Hispanic dude.
0: The 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 cocaine. Oh, oh
1: okay. Oh okay. Yeah yeah yeah. yeah, yeah.
0: yeah. Um, uh, speaking yeah. of uh, villainous mm-hmm. characters in this movie, uh, mm-hmm. we have uh, Charles Martin Smith. Do you know Charles Martin Smith as an actor?
1: Let's see. Is this um. This the guy is our
0: DEA agent Jerry Carver. Oh wait wait wait!
1: Hold on hold on hold on. The main guy right? Our main the guy um, who
0: brings the guy who brings Lawrence Fishburne's yes uh, character in.
1: Yeah okay. So here's the thing. So this is my weird connection to an older movie that I just saw too. I don't okay. know if I told you that um. So uh, uh, American Graffiti just celebrated sure. its fiftieth uh, anniversary. You've seen you've seen it or?
0: Oh, a long time ago.
1: Yeah, dude. It's such, it's a, I, it's grown on me over the years. I didn't yeah. know. I wrote it off the first time I saw it. I was a little bit too young and didn't really get what the hell was going on. And um, it's grown on me as I've gotten older and given it um, more viewings. And it's like one of my favorite high school movies of all time now, dude. And Very just cool. such a hangout movie. Just really cool. Yeah. So that dude who plays, what's his name again? I'm trying to find his name. Oh, the character,
0: his name is Jerry Carver. Carver, Agent Carver.
1: Why am I not seeing it here? Anyway, he's he, in um, he's in uh, 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 what do you call it? American Graffiti as like a nerdy yes, yes, yes. kid. Mm-hmm. So I literally just saw him in another movie. So it was funny to see because I kn- I had really only known him for aged characters like he is in. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Deep cover. He's,
0: yeah. I know also him. Yeah, I also know that face as a even even in this in in this movie uh-huh. I saw his face and I went oh that guy but young. You know, yeah. like, so I yeah. wasn't even thinking even younger than that. You know,
1: right, right. And he was in okay. Let's see, Starman.
0: Mm-hmm. Oh, he's the in a bunch Fies. of stuff for sure.
1: Yeah, yeah. You would know him. It's like a face. You would know you if you've seen him, but I never would have known his name. So uh, yeah,
0: here is the character who represents the socio-political takes that the movie will be making mm-hmm. for the extent of it, right? Mm-hmm. Uh I feel like they could have done something socio-political with the fact that the the uh love interest is like an art dealer. Uh, but they don't really right. they just they just cover the idea that art is really good for laundering money. That's really the only reason she's an art dealer.
1: <laughs> well, and yeah, they were trying to make a connection to I think this is like a 90s um, thing when we, like a lot of African culture was like in the in the the pop culture kind of zeitgeist sure, of yeah. like things and like designs related to uh, things in films or whatever. Yeah. So there's like yeah. cuts and weird things to like the African art, which is, I think that's just trying to show, I guess, like some of the, um, uh, I don't know, like the culture. Oh, well, I think, I think to a certain time.
0: extent the deep cover is a movie. Uh, it's a black movie. Uh, yeah. it's for everybody. but it's made by black people and it's yes. at a time when that wasn't as common It's not even super common now, but even less common then. Uh Uh, So it makes sense that they were basically going, hey, look at look at our cultural stuff. We're going to put it in this movie. That's Mm -hmm. about what our life experiences here, even if it's a little bit exaggerated uh, throughout this movie.
1: Right. And I think the, also the inclusion of that is um, in a movie like this, it's good because we're seeing a lot. We're seeing stuff. Not a ton. Like we said, it's not hitting really, really hard, but like the the crack pand- uh, uh, mm-hmm. epidemic and like looking at like uh, and there's even a mention of slavery at one point, you know, um, yeah, with uh, Lawrence Fishburne. And stuff. So it's like referencing the fact of where we came from. And where we are and this is like and, and we're also in,
0: directly we're directly referencing the idea that the government is selling cocaine right or crack in right like because because the government is actually selling crack in the inner mm-hmm. city with the with the selling uh our main character on the idea that it's a uh it what hurt few to save many type of an idea right
1: right yeah and then we learned that like the guy at the top top of the pyramid of uh the crack stuff is like they're trying to protect him because they want him to become president so they can control him in the other country wherever right that everything other is, is just another
0: yeah. layer of control that somebody mm-hmm. higher in the on the ladder is trying to get to because mm-hmm. that's the first thing that um uh agent DEA agent Russell Stevens Jr also known as John Hull uh he's straight mm-hmm. up like why don't we just get the top guy and like yeah. even even I know I was like well okay buddy but like that's like saying oh, that's like a minor league player asking his coach why don't we play against the Yankees. Yeah, like right. like all right guy, come on. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. But but at the same time he's like if I can get to him, why don't I get to him? Yeah. And then mm-hmm. and throughout the movie we learn because other people's comfort and financial gain outside of just the drug game is based on his success and his continued existence. Right, it, right. The government people, the, his the agent Carver basically says, "Hey, w- this we could we could roll this as a su- success and go make and get bigger paychecks out of this." Right, right. And that's and you know Lawrence Fishburne is like, "No, I I did this to save this community. That's yeah. not what I'm in it for."
1: Right, right. Yeah, by that time he's already and that's what I was waiting for. Came kind of late, um but it's fine. I don't know. The movie's like a little bit too feels long anyway. It feels a little too And,
0: and it does end on a cliff sort not a cliffhanger, but like it just kind yeah. of ends abruptly. And yeah, it gets right. wrapped up real fast.
1: Yeah, exactly. Yeah. But I was waiting for that turn because obviously he's so anything called deep cover is going to deal with the fact that somebody goes too far undercover and now you're coming out the other side where you kind of either become the criminal or you're just like lost all your moral oh, compass yeah. and all that kind of stuff so yeah we get that um, and yeah like I'm glad because obviously like the movie to that point was like I don't know just kind of a meandering thing but you, um, but you know what so he like never
0: that. does though he uh-huh. never falls and this is I guess maybe maybe he's a more interesting character that I'm giving him credit for because uh-huh. uh the main character he never really he likes the trappings of power yeah. but doesn't succumb to like the wealth at all like mm-hmm. the comfort never really is a thing that he's looking for like he doesn't even want to move out of the like right. crappy apartment that he wants that he lives in he doesn't care about right. that stuff like he's not trying to live a better life uh he likes that people have to do what he says he likes that stuff but yeah well
1: eventually he does say because he tells us which again is like a weird thing but i think what the movie's saying is that because he he, anytime he's living in that lower impoverished area it's like he doesn't want to represent that he has the money because then that somehow is going against what he's really fighting for but then once the guy tells him and he's like yeah enjoy yourself go get a nice house whatever like we need you to represent like you're this bigger thing and then the movie kind of just tells us that, like, that's who he becomes, too, which I don't know if I buy that completely, but that's what they're trying right. to say. That's is what that I'm saying. It he didn't, it didn't it.
0: seem like he did. It, it seemed like yeah. he. Yeah. And, and that makes sense to me in the scene where they're trying to push Felix, the uh, drug dealer guy. Uh huh, Felix Barbosa. Yeah, they're trying to push him out of the car, and and yeah. and uh, Fishburn's having such an insane reaction. He's driving the car, but he's constantly mm-hmm. looking back. He's almost mm-hmm. scream crying, right? Not to th- do that. Yeah, there's yeah. A, also a handful of times that limousine comes to an almost complete stop, and I was like. Barbosa, my man, you could have stepped out and walked away <laughs> right there. Yeah. I don't know what's happening here. Yeah. Uh but uh but yeah, so he's mm-hmm. like scream crying basically sometimes like to not kill him. Uh and then other moments he also seems to be holding such a wildly moral stance above everybody else, but it only uh-huh. seems to be as far as killing goes. Every other uh-huh. crime seems to be fine. It seems to be when it comes down to just shooting somebody in cold blood. That's and, where he's like, oh my God, no.
1: So where he kills that dude, Ivy, who's kind of his rival um, gang member, who he's like an eye for an eye, kills he kill he, he, Ivy kills Lawrence Fishburne's main kind of drug dealer lady, basically, right? Like point yes. blank in the car.
0: The weird Nazi... Uh, she... she was dressed like a Nazi, but I don't think to be a Nazi, I think to fill out the exciting costume quota that the warriors has set up. <laughs>
1: right. Yeah. I didn't really, un- I mean, I got the representative of what they were making her in the thing is like, that's his like main kind of dealer. She
0: looked like a, like but... a, like a heavy metal bondage chair.
1: <laughs> yeah. Um, but um, yeah, the culmination of like basically the first time that he's gonna kill, which is like let's give this guy's name. Ivy is played by James T. Morris, who oh, looks yeah. familiar. Does to me for some reason, even though oh he's only got four doesn't have four a total Wikipedia credits. Page. He's got an IMDb with four total credits, almost everything yeah. in ninety two.
0: All the pictures that I'm seeing on Google are from this movie.
1: Yeah, which makes sense, kind of, because he does feel like he's cast from the street, literally. Like, from. Oh, he's a guy who actually did this. Like, a random. Maybe not was like a gangster, but like was found to be like, yeah, like he fit the role of a guy because he's got big muscles or whatever. Snoopy,
0: Um, too. Snoop, too, from from The Wire. Oh, yeah, right. Snoop, after The Wire has been in and out of jail. (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> right yeah it's a yeah, bummer
0: yeah. i love her character yeah but, but she's she real seems deal to she's be a real problem deal. yeah oh she yeah seems to be a, a yeah. real problem out of the streets
1: so that so that murder when um um uh lawrence fishburne and they don't really tell us this like you know that he lawrence fishburne probably hasn't killed anybody and no. i took that as as such and then you could see it on his face and the way he comes in and you're like oh shit and then when it goes down and they didn't really tell us and then they kind of tell us after that, but I was already on board with it and I felt like that moment was pretty earned and pretty, mm. uh, pretty cool in terms of like, oh, okay. Like this was a big deal. Like he yeah, yeah, yeah. finally, it got to that point. Now he's that far in, he's actually dropping bodies, you know? So mm-hmm, mm-hmm. yeah, that was, um, luckily it was, was a,
0: of a guy who kills people who yeah. had oh, killed yeah. people like, Oh,
1: this is a war based thing. Like, of right. uh, you know, on the uh, battlefield. Oh, and there's a cool but, shot, too. I don't know if it, mm-hmm. this hit you the same way. Uh, when um, Ivy's looking in the mirror, he's like finishing up peeing or whatever. It's a weird mirror that's like, I thought it was two people. I thought Ivy was behind, which is actually himself. Looking at him, you know what I'm saying? He's okay. looking at Jeff sure, Goldblum. Yeah. In, or not Jeff Goldblum. Uh, he's looking no, at... Uh, Lawrence Fishburne. Lord's Benjamin, Yeah, in the reflection. And then he turns around. I don't know. It was just like a cool there's some cool shots in this uh Oh yeah oh, in this for movie sure. that like Absolutely. I was like or like edits. Kind of even just, not just shots, but like edits. Mm-hmm. Um like the Although first, there
0: was although the did you see the hobo wipe? Yeah a, that's I that's wrote it down. I was yeah. like, wait,
1: what? Yeah, that came off real like okay like we're Absolutely doing
0: Absolutely took me out of the movie it didn't like i didn't get upset at it but i was like oh my god i know you would that. miss it. it most
1: like we're we're doing this for a record i don't know if oh, i maybe. necessarily would have noticed it know. if he i was just crazy, like chilling. Man. but yeah
0: men walked across the street the scene and, just and he took it with him. the thing
1: yeah <laughs> i was like what okay 92 and uh but there's a cool um use of um quick kind of like choppy montage Cutting in the first um drug copping scene when like Lawrence Fishman's just getting out there uh in them streets and it's kinda like a montage. Mm-hmm. Um and again he's like doing the similar thing, like where the slow mo is not really slow mo, it's like even more slow than that. And he's doing a chopping scene where it's like he's not really cutting between scenes, he's cutting down shots in between yeah. The single shots. Yeah, I don't know. It was cool, it was fun.
0: It's like the it's like a I appreciated it. I, 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 it reminded me of uh, editors who try who, or directors who play with their editing. Yeah. Um, like uh, Aronofsky and stuff. Yeah. But exactly. like uh, pre a lot of technology that would let you do that a lot more easily, probably.
1: For sure. Yeah. Yeah. But it's like the effort. I like the effort of like, how can we do this? That's like a little bit different than just like mm-hmm. a typical whatever. So yeah, Bill Duke's uh, directing. He's what we oh, call I- a director. Yeah.
0: I, I set it up earlier, but I didn't get into it. De uh, agent Jerry Carver, who represents mm-hmm. the... Uh, oh, no, we did get into it. The whole, like, political angle of this whole thing. Yeah, yeah. Uh, about the, like... Uh, At the end. Everybody with, like, is just a stepping stone to everybody else.
1: Well, even and even Carver himself, who I believe, too, is like... Um, they pulled this over on me. Like, I'm just doing what I was told to do, and now it's, mm-hmm. it's shifted, and you're in too deep or whatever. So, sucks for you kind of thing, but... Um, Oh, can you correct Okay, so help me with this. So he's so Lawrence Fishburne's Ooh, a cop. Yeah. Sorry, La- yes. I, 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 there's like a logic thing that at the beginning that I just wasn't understanding cuz I thought we were in LA the whole time in the beginning, but were we in Cleveland um at first before uh, relocating Lawrence Fishburne
0: that to LA? That's right. It's yeah, a weird cuz so Carver's a DEA agent. So he's not okay. city-based. He can right. go anywhere. That's what I was trying um, to
1: understand too. So yeah, he can go anywhere. He can bring so he's recruiting So an undercover through the police. Yeah.
0: So Larry's a, Larry's a DEA agent. He's not a cop. He, he, Uh he graduates from cop to federal agent. Right. To go to LA. He's like a
1: promoted because yeah, Yeah. he he can pull it off or whatever. Yeah. And
0: then the, at the end of the, should we get him? Maybe I'm jumping too far ahead, but no, no. uh, At the end of the thing, he has the regular police training. So, when the preacher cop uh-huh. gets shot, he calls for help. He calls and he uses all the police codes and stuff that you would right. use for uh, to to get to basically get help faster. Yeah, because uh, emergency services will jump faster to the aid of a police officer down. Right. Um, which then uh, reveals to Jeff Goldblum. That he is a police officer, Dan. What film uh, does this happen again in? Maybe fifteen years later? No, like ten years later. Yeah, it Come reminded. Come what scene uh, is it? Wait. You know this scene.
1: Yeah. Uh, oh, po- oh, Point Break. No, no, that's the same time period. What similar
0: um, scenes? That the same movie though. Uh, Come on, what's the same movie as as Point Break?
1: Uh, but
0: they've uh, now made up to ten plus sequels.
1: 10 plus sequels? Yes, oh, oh, Fast and the Furious?
0: Yeah, oh, okay. this scene is exactly oh, in the Fast and funny. the Furious. Oh, funny. When, but it's Dom's friend who gets shot. And so oh. the fact that that he's a cop uh-huh. breaks Dom's heart, but is gonna save his friend.
1: Right. So it's like a
0: double-sided blade, you know. Yeah, I'm just saying. I'm just saying. Good no, pedigree. Good pedigree on uh, on uh, Fast and Furious. They they pulled that from deep cover.
1: Okay. Yeah. And then I like that Goldblum doesn't like try and go overboard with like what you were a cop. Like he doesn't no. care. He understands that. No, like, he
0: becomes the devil. <laughs> yeah
1: right right well yeah yeah he's he just, already on his way he just
0: transitions to devil <laughs> yeah yeah
1: and he completely understands that like lawrence Fishburne's completely not a cop really like on in terms of how deep he is in the thing right. you know so that's just negligible it doesn't yeah. matter at that point yeah, right. yeah um i like how he calls him to uh or lawrence Fishburne calls that cop guy um preacher or uh, reverend i think he calls him reverend oh reverend i'm sorry yeah. i kept saying preacher yeah and that's an interesting angle too is that because when and i like that aspect of uh, when um. Uh, Lawrence Fitzgerald got uh, arrested by that dude, and then he's trying to mm-hmm. talk to him. And you're wondering, is he going to bring him in on the undercover aspect and be like, leave me alone, I'm undercover. But they don't do that. He plays it straight so he, that he... Yeah, be, he's not
0: supposed to, yeah.
1: even a, Yeah, even a regular cop, you know, which is another in point fact, break. Yeah,
0: that the the point of him getting caught was to vet him,
1: right? Exactly. Well, that's the thing is like, I, it wasn't necessarily the point. It just kind of went down and worked out. Oh, I out. thought it
0: was the point. No, it was the point. Because oh, really? they gave him baby laxative, remember? Oh, that was. But then, oh, but no, he was, no, no, that was to vet him. They were always going to call the cops on him, so uh-huh. that's why he said, "Aren't you glad I gave you baby laxative?" Because the cops were always oh, going to okay. come. He, they were testing to see if he would talk.
1: Right. Oh, because, but then also, what's his name was also proven to be a rat. Like not necessarily. Yes,
0: Eddie didn't know any of that. Yeah.
1: Right. Okay. Yeah. Got you. Okay. That makes sense. Um. And then obviously, had yeah, that cop that brought him in didn't really know what um yeah uh, uh didn't know he was not, undercover this not whole preacher time. the other guy yeah and the <laughs> fact that they go against like i i i liked seeing the like an atheist uh kind of thing about how you know um lawrence fishburne's not and i don't know if he's playing that up a little bit just to be against the reverend yeah, cop you know you can tell from but, the
0: scenes where he's sitting across from carver that his normal Attitude is very stiff and like yeah for sure st- like like mm-hmm. exacting. So yeah. when he's talking to um the reverend cop yeah he his like cool guy attitude is a, a character he's putting on
1: yeah for sure yeah. But then throwing the Bible like he threw the Bible I don't know so uh, yeah and I just like that I, I I um. I just like that that didn't work. You know what I'm saying? Like that didn't work Uh on him. And it just, I don't know. It just proved. I I think it was meant to prove, you know, that he's like, (laughs) I'm that far into it, even if he was Christian in some way, which we're not given any inclination that he's in any way uh, a Christian, even though he has morals and whatever. It's like of his own accord, based on his history with his dad and all that stuff, whatever.
0: Yeah. yeah. Uh, But I do love. Because I thought from the beginning. I was uh-huh. like... Now I've seen some undercover cop movies and TV shows. Yeah. And the way you make an undercover cop... Or the the ideal way to make an undercover cop is how they make it in The Departed. A guy really uh-huh. wants to be a cop fails out. Right. right? Yeah. Perfect. Yeah. Um, this guy was too shiny shoe to be an undercover cop this guy would never have been picked to be undercover mm-hmm. he doesn't he doesn't fit at all mm-hmm. like literally the only thing he was he was handsome i think that was the best that was the best thing. they were like hey eh, you're good looking enough that people will buy you as whatever you but he yeah. like character wise only because then we saw him be cool guy that we're like oh okay he fits but right. if you remember what is the very first thing jeff Goldblum says to him He's a cop. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> he goes, he's a cop. Yeah, look at this guy. He's a fucking cop. Yeah, he's very clearly a
1: cop. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, so I
0: thought that. So I thought it was funny right off the bat. I was like, "Well, this is not a person you would ever pick for an undercover job. This is a terrible choice." And right. then as soon as Jeff Goldman was like, "This man is a police officer," I was like, "Oh, that's funny." Oh, yeah. Okay. So they call it out right away. Yeah. Uh, it's funny.
1: Yeah, and now we have to prove it, and then they he gets and arrested the and he doesn't flip and blah gets. blah blah.
0: Yeah. Uh, he meets Eddie. Uh, I'm sorry, I'm going through my notes now just picking oh, yeah, that's up right. uh, the little bits I got. a couple uh, more he, meets, he meets Eddie and he yeah. says uh, Eddie uh, walks up to him at a bar and he says uh, he says a number of rhyming words, yeah and then he says, Stay black and he yeah. walks away. yeah And I made a point of this mm-hmm. because I agree that rhyming in black cul- and black culture go together often. Mm-hmm. But mm-hmm. what this man did was a limerick. <laughs> that is not a. That is yeah. go listen to it again. Yeah. he did a limerick like an Irish. Like, uh, bar exactly thing with the yeah. with the like with the same like punctuation and everything. It's as if he had yeah. done what's the Japanese poetry? What are those called? Haiku.
1: He's like can yeah.
0: he had done a haiku and then said, yeah. "Stay black, my brother." You yeah, know? yeah. <laughs> what? Get out of here! Shut he, up. He's
1: got these prepared and whatever you know. And, and then he's Lor-
0: supposed to suck, and Eddie sucks. So yeah. it's fun. oh yeah,
1: we get it. Like he's putting on airs and he yeah, thinks yeah, he's yeah. like hot shit or whatever. Um uh and the stay black thing that that was a thing like i remember that in a lot of early 90s movies you know that was just like a phrase probably from the 80s i would assume that it started sure right? yeah yeah Yeah. yeah. was like a phrase was, just i like, remember that yeah but uh
0: but also he's meant to be like a fake like like he's not meant to actually be promoting oh like, yeah true black no, for or sure like that uh no. i was a little confused the because the cuz in the next scene he's at the he's smoking crack at that flop house. He's yeah. got a girl with them. Uh I thought she looked white. Uh but mm. when when Lawrence Prince mm. says, "Hey, she's uh-huh. had enough." He uh-huh. refers to her as Nubian. And I was like, I mm. didn't think she was black. I maybe he's so mm. cracked out he didn't understand. Uh, mm. maybe like or maybe he? I thought that maybe had something to do with the fact that he was like fake black, or like you know, like yeah, more pretending than actually like living up to. But I couldn't tell. I I was that was huh. a, a bit I, yeah. That I didn't was even lost pick up.
1: On. On, yeah, I didn't. For some reason, I didn't even uh, pick up Might on have that. Been the just only, the lighting
0: too. Might in, have just been the lighting
1: in the crack house. The only thing I uh, I thought was funny is the one dude who has the little portable TV and he's like <laughs> laughing about the dare, about the like that what was what's the, the dare saying. Just, stay, uh, just say no. To, just, say, just say no. Yeah, just yeah, say yeah, no. Just ah, say ah, yeah. uh, and it's uh, funny too because on
0: crack. Yeah, yeah, yeah.
1: Considering the end of the movie and how like, you know, a lot of that is just like, we realize obviously it's just mm-hmm, like mm-hmm. the war on drugs idea. From is the just same like,
0: guys. The same people yes. saying say yeah. no were the ones supplying it. Yeah,
1: exactly. True. Yeah, yeah.
0: Whoever denied it supplied it. <laughs> for farts and for crack. <laughs> um, uh, oh, in got?
1: the uh, club is this musician uh- guy, he says his name is Ragtime. And we make it a point to listen to him do this song, a little performance, little moment, you know, in the club. Is that a real guy? I, I couldn't really tell if that was a real. He's, he calls himself Ragtime, and he seems like I don't a real musician. That part. Like they're in the club. Like there's like one scene in the club. Yeah, yeah. Oh, right before um, Lawrence Fisherman's gonna kill um, Ivy. And okay. he says, That's my time. I'm Ragtime. I'm out of here. Whatever. Oh, and I man, was like, No, I,
0: I vaguely let's remember, see, but I don't remember the actual performance.
1: Rapper. Let's see if this comes up. Oh, yeah. Brand Newbie, and he's got a song called Brand Newbie. Oh,
0: yeah, I know that song.
1: Yeah, that that's Ragtime did that song. I guess a guy named Ragtime. Okay, so he is real. Okay, anyway, that's answered. I figured it was had to be real because it was just like this is a good moment just to drop in because the guy was sure. a legit musician. Like he had like I a was good song. I was
0: surprised it wasn't more like artists and musicians and stuff just making cameos doing their thing, you know? Yeah,
1: because that's
0: what you would do to fill out like the culture of the world. But also right. in our real world, you would give a bunch of those people a bump
1: right right but at the same time if you're trying to stay in this vein of like the undercover thing and whatever the street streets or whatever maybe i mm-hmm. don't know you stay focused well that i know area,
0: a guy but. yells wild wild west motherfucker at some point so yeah that's when he shoots it's uh what's funny. his
1: name yeah. ivy shoots her in the head yeah right yeah, yeah, yeah um oh a funny thing was uh when um jeff goldblum leaves the uh <laughs> leaves the court courtroom uh he goes in there for like two seconds gets the case thrown out against yep. uh well you, what he, you
0: realize is that he's already done he's done the work already the yeah, work yeah, was oh done yeah. before the case but yeah. it's what
1: he says that let me know how comfortable and how cool jeff goldblum is trying to be and he says audi 5000 um, Oh yes the, of course it said it right on the uh, the, the captions i was like oh, captions, oh yeah. that's fucking, uh, that's you know what i had yes. you beat
0: I knew he was cool from the scene before that Mm -hmm. where he is wearing... A cardigan Cosby sweater with Mm -hmm. the sleeves rolled up well past the elbows. Mm. Something I don't think I've ever seen. Yeah, (laughs) It was like a cable knit sweater. And it was like just balls up around his his biceps. It was wild. I I was like, this guy's guy's crazy. Watch out for this guy. He's going (laughs) to end up with slick back hair and a leather jacket. But
1: honestly, the Audi 5000 thing, I didn't know, dude, about the origin of that. Yeah, uh, if until that's where like it
0: came from. That's the first time I've heard it. Yeah.
1: No, oh, you didn't know that. Like it was. No, it was I've, actually heard that like a car. I've heard before. I've heard someone okay.
0: say Audi five thousand. Yeah. As a as naming the car as a way to say goodbye.
1: Right. I didn't know the car reference at all involved just, with that a, until like the last five years. I don't that connection I don't like to that. Audi.
0: Right. Like I'm out, and then that turned into uh, I'm Audi.
1: Well, and there was a car that called it. Wasn't there an and Audi then, five thousand car?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I'm saying something? it's it's right. all an evolution. So yeah. we eventually got to just saying the name of the car.
1: Right. And I had no, I had fun. It's one of those things. Yeah. I didn't, I didn't know until recently. Um, I like the ending with, um, the full circle with, um, the reverend is kind of like a dad character. And yeah. so to have another, uh, uh, adult black figure in his life, die in, uh, his, die arms. in his arms. Yeah. I yeah. thought that was, uh, that was cool. Very kind of like a Shakespearean type, um, uh, ending uh for sure and so yeah i that, i thought that was cool i mean i didn't really need it necessarily cuz i'm not really i don't know this movie it underperformed for me in a, in a lot of okay. ways um i oh oh one okay i'll give one more positive sure yeah one more po- or yeah positive stylistic thing with the red the color red in this movie uh it's blood it's blood on money it's uh, it's a, just accentuated in like a lot of the scenes as like um, expressive lighting, like a red lights. The red sure. light comes in the car, the brake lights on the cars, it like lights up buildings way more exaggerated than it really should. Um, but I like it as like a color for a thing. Um, yeah, and and, cool.
0: and uh, noir, modern noir has been mm-hmm. using that for a while. Big mm-hmm. Stark primary colors uh, blanketing uh, yeah. images yeah that's that that goes with the style of yep. this thing very much an urban uh, noir very cool yeah uh, and, i think uh-huh. i think it's of the time i think it's i it's definitely doesn't have like i don't know if it's bill duke not having the vocabulary of like a seasoned director that mm-hmm. some of this movie comes off as amateurish mm-hmm. uh it's also you know the it's a community that had not had access to directing and to full like uh, uh studio uh help you know th- historic right yeah so, for sure you know there's going to be growing pains in in every uh in every burgeoning uh film uh community you know
1: yeah for sure that's why like i don't uh like it was a new line This is a new line production. Yeah, brand new company that was
0: specifically making movies made by people who had never made movies before or who were making them with people who were making movies for the first time.
1: Yeah, it looks like it was an $8 million budget, which at the time was probably a little under like 30, between like 20 and 30 million, which isn't too bad. And then it grossed double the budget. So like pretty successful. um,
0: And I promise you that that, That soundtrack made a ton of money, and uh, Lawrence Fishburne. I mean, he was already an established actor. He just kept going. He just kept growing.
1: Yeah, for sure. And he's young enough to like kind of pull off like uh, I don't know. I like this dude. Like this is a thing I was just telling somebody else about. Uh, Oh, maybe Yanni. I was telling yeah about going back and like learning about actors and their roles that they were doing at young ages. American Graffiti is another one with like Richard Dreyfus, like super super young. Ron Howard. In the credits, literally goes by Ronnie Howard, sure, um, stuff like that. Like, I, it's just fun for me to um, see these actors, give them the respect they deserve, and like see where they came from. So, I'm sure Lawrence like
0: Fishburne this. had like flashbacks when the guy says, when the guy screams, uh, "What is it, Wild Wild West, motherfucker?" I'm sure he had some flashbacks to uh, Pee Wee's Playhouse when he was Cowboy
1: Curtis. <laughs> oh shit, yeah, <laughs> dude, I just that, heard. Re- oh, sorry.
0: Uh, no, on that, that's it. That's my notes. I'm done. Okay, yeah, I
1: got. Wh- I got two more things. One. I just heard on Un- the Unspooled podcast, giving credit mm-hmm. where it's due, they reference um, Lawrence Fishburne because oh, they were talking about Pee-wee because um, what's his face just died, just passed uh, uh, Paul Rubens. Paul Rubens just died, so they were giving him his uh, flowers and and hey. they were saying how like the Pee-wee Playhouse um, set, like mm-hmm. where they shot the show, was the most diverse. Uh, oh, Lawrence yeah, Fishburne totally. said it ever was. The women working where they would never usually mm-hmm. women color sure. fo- uh black folks whatever like um no, people that, of color working on that the set revolutionary that yeah sure. so behind the camera not even just in front yeah behind oh, yeah, the camera absolutely. so i thought that was really interesting yeah all i've for heard ever
0: about that show and about paul rubens and his and his like the way his work ethic was yeah it, it just means it just says to me that that was a, a place of inclusion mm-hmm. where like nowadays people like like get angry at inclusion which is (laughs) hilarious Uh, Right, right that was a time when people didn't even think of it like it didn't even occur to people to be inclusive yeah and that yeah from everything i understand that set was one of the most like dynamic uh and like and and Mm -hmm. just fruitful like obviously if you get a lot of talented people with different perspectives together you're gonna get magic
1: right Um, yeah right um yeah so that was a yeah, that's I just, yeah, so that just popped yeah, you up did I didn't think see, about watching if it. If
0: you want to see baby Lawrence Fishburne, go, uh, yeah, go look 80s. up uh Go look up uh, Cowboy Curtis on YouTube and see what crazy stuff he was up to before he was one of the gangsteriest gangsters. Before he was uh, telling Neo what to do from outside of the Matrix. Before he was yeah. telling Neo what to do from underground in John Wick. He, from before he was telling he Neo was, what to do, I can't think of any. Other.
1: Yeah, no, he was called and the, the something that marks this is Larry. He was called Larry. I just saw like a little thing on oh, yeah, uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. IMDb. This was the last movie under uh, Deep been, Cover where he was called I've been Larry. Goofing.
0: I've been goofing, calling him Larry throughout this podcast. If I ever met him, I would call him Lawrence. I would I would refer to him by his proper name.
1: No, yeah, he's on here. You can look at it in the uh, the credits. And, yeah. So everything uh, before uh, this movie was he was uh, Larry. So yeah, he this was a marking point in terms of he all of a sudden was probably like, hey, wait a minute, I'm a I'm a legit uh, big time actor, dude. Like, mm-hmm. uh, let's be real. Um, oh yeah, he
0: he could switch from smooth gangster voice to <laughs> serious angry voice. <laughs> yeah
1: uh the last thing just a bit, little bit of la uh centric stuff um i was curious how this is going to be handled because we're on the docks the reverend cop calls it in as san pedro all right san okay. pedro remember we talked about sure. this on recently on the thing because there's a difference between san pedro some people say san pedro san pedro um and larry fishburne calls it san pedro a sure. little bit later on the radio so yes i like that we got both there all of them yeah, yeah. we got the now, whole diverse thing of it yeah
0: i have i'm very opinionated when it comes to you know how i feel yep. about los fellies and that is the correct way to say it right in english you know, I'm not saying you got to say it in Spanish. You don't got to yeah. say like, oh, we're going down to Los Feliz uh, right, and to right. have some brunch. Because sure. Dan, that's what you do in Los Feliz. You have brunch. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, But you can say Los Feliz. You don't have to say Los Files. At no point does the word F- F-E-L-I-Z say Files. Okay? Yeah. Anyways. yeah. But, but San, San Pedro, Pe- what do you say? San, San Pedro would be saying it like in Spanish. San Pedro would be translated that into English. Right. Nobody says... Pedro. In Spanish, I would not say "me voy a la ciudad de San Pedro." That's not how you. <laughs>
1: okay, say it. but that, but that doesn't mean that like L.A. culturally that it wasn't that people were not yeah, saying it. That way, say it. Right? Yeah, yeah, people still say it. Yeah,
0: people say Los yeah. Files, People say San Pedro. Yeah.
1: So you've heard it, and but you would sure. say obviously I've totally for you, heard Pedro.
0: I have heard Pedro. But you would I not say that you would
1: not say that yourself. That
0: is an incorrect way to say yeah. that word. Okay. Yes.
1: I personally too, because I'm I,
0: not I would not say Sam Pedro. I, but I wouldn't like, get mad at anybody yeah. for saying Pedro. Right. Like that's fine. I don't get right. mad at people saying Feliz, even yeah. though I think it's the most egregious. But right. my friend, if I'm sorry. If we have listeners out in Los Robles, y'all can go do whatever you want to yourselves. That's ridiculous. <laughs> yeah. Anyways, anyways, crazy. anyways. All right. Uh, um, I think that's it. That's it for me, Dad. I got nothing left.
1: That's it too. I got. I got. All right. Nothing. That was good. Yeah, we got it if all you, out there.
0: If you wh- if you wanted to watch something else, kind of like this, where would you go from here? Like, hmm. uh, sort of like a well, gangster-y. New Jack City. I want to see New right? Jack yeah, City. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
1: yeah uh, dead presidents.
0: Okay, um, yeah, that's not bad.
1: Which is like uh, it's going off into different cultural angles, but it's been of, kicking like, around too.
0: Stuff. It has been kicking around culturally recently,
1: and it's a period movie, which I wasn't aware of actually. I don't think um, it takes place like in right after the Vietnam War, I believe. So, um, yeah, that one would be interesting too. Uh, yeah, let's start yeah, with you that. Could
0: definitely, yeah. So yeah, we definitely might build off this stuff. Boys in the hood, whatever. All right, right. Uh next week, what are we doing? We don't know don't yet. Know. You're gonna find out. Yeah. Uh, until we'll then, see. adios. Bye bye.